Hello, Amber. We're here on the second Thursday in a row doing the after chat on Roslick. I know we're actually, we're actually, you know, you, I think it was you who said, we're going to have our episodes up Thursday, the day after the show. And I was like, you could see my eyes popping out of my head because I'm like, what the, f-? like, I'm the editor. Thank you very much. I know, but on some level, it's nice. There's two reasons why it's nice. Number one, it's fresh in our heads or our minds. I shouldn't say heads. And secondly, I think that we are more energetic about it when we've just watched it to get our um, fantastic insights about this show, which keeps getting better, by the way. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right by, by that. And, you know, we are in Salt Lake City now. And so it's kind of fun to be watching it, knowing they're out there somewhere somewhere in the city, they're out there and I could potentially run into them. Well, let me just say this too about being here in Salt Lake. We, you mentioned it. Um, I don't know why the, they seem to have dinner at the same restaurant every oh single episode. Can we stop going to Cucina Toscana? I have mentioned this. How many times in a row? I don't know. Many times you've talked about you've it. You've got to go to another restaurant and give another restaurant some advertisements. They must have paid money. I think they paid money. I think they paid money for them to be able to shoot there. Or as you said earlier, Mm -hmm. it may be because they're the only place that lets them shoot there. Yeah. My thought process on that actually was that maybe a lot of the restaurants here are owned by um, active Mormons and they wanted nothing to do with Real Housewives of Salt Lake and felt like that it was going to be negative on the Mormon church. So there might be a very limited number of restaurants who... Yeah. Limited number of restaurants who wanted to be filmed. Oh, for this show. That's probably a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's just a hypothesis. So what do you think? What do you think about the restaurant scene with Big Daddy and <sighs> oh Heather? God. You know, that was a boring scene. Um, I, And I, I don't really want to talk necessarily about scenes. Should we just move to Heather and talk a little bit about it? Heather's a nice person because she sat there at that uh, dinner acting like that she really gave a shit about what that guy was talking about himself. And by the way, here's a little tip, everyone. This, you know, not a lot of people know this, but it's important. I shouldn't say that. A lot of people do know this. But for those of you that don't, don't just talk about yourself. Nobody wants you to talk about yourself. What people want want you to do is ask them about them, themselves, because that's all anybody ever wants to do. you that? Yeah. Well, it was something that I think that I understood, but I didn't, had not had it verbalized to me or made clear to me. Or modeled, yeah. And you you really made it clear to me that you want to be liked, you want to be popular, you want to, you know. No, I actually don't think it's about being liked and popular. I actually really do believe, first of all, I love a I shouldn't st- say that. I, can I take that back? Because yes, that sounded do. nasty. Yeah, yeah. What I mean by that is, if you uh, to have a true human connection, I've always, I will say this, I'm, I've always genuinely been interested in other people, but I think that when I'm actually a shy person um, in general, so it's always been hard to me yeah. for me to have conversations with people that I don't know well. And one of the things I learned from you was if you do, you know, when you don't know what to say, just show interest in the other person, ask the other person about themselves, and that's what gets the relationship going, and that's what makes them feel comfortable with you, and it takes the pressure off you too, and. So when I see somebody who's doing the complete opposite of that, which is pretty common, truthfully, yeah, it is. Um, you're just like, oh my god, like that guy talking. They ran that timer on it. Yeah, 
it's like one oh people one oh one. You know, people want to be seen and they want to be recognized and they want they just want to be a human being in the world, right? And so I think plus it's an opportunity for stories is such great opportunity to get somebody's story to understand Mm -hmm. their experiences and 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 their interests and so i've always enjoyed that about people is like learning about tell me more about you because i'm so interested and i have to warn people i said if it feel if i'm asking too many questions or it feels nosy or you know too much you gotta let me know because i could ask a million questions well yeah yeah i think that you and i are both actually truly interested in other people in their lives and so is heather gay i think she's actually somebody who cares about other people and is interested in their lives and i thought she was extremely pleasant and i don't know she was great she was really great at that date and it made me like her even more and i felt really bad for her because you know, I know they were trying to like point out the guy, fact that the guy was not drinking alcohol and was ordering Shirley Temples and Sprites. To me, that was who cares what he drinks. What more importantly, he couldn't stop talking about himself. I mean, it was bizarre. Well, my mom had a my mom had an issue with this episode. Oh, yeah, I talked about that because I want to talk. So about that. my mom texted me this morning and she said she was watching Salt Lake City with her cocoa and toast. Um, and that she felt these women were awful in all capitalized letters. Um, and she then wrote awful in this episode. I have to run to an appointment, so I have to run. <laughs> Did you watch the episode? She was so rude to Big Daddy. I know what it's like to be the only drinker. Heather was rude. And I wrote, really? I haven't seen it yet. And she says, well... Jen considers herself the CEO of fun. No, Jen, you are the CEO of unsolicited drama. <laughs> well, the, I think it's solicited, but yeah. yes. <laughs> At the end, there is a scene in a shoe store with Jen and Heather. By the way, I told her I hadn't seen it yet. So she told me to recap the whole st- thing. Oh, yeah. Just read the rest. Yeah. She says, funny. At the end, there's a scene in a shoe store with Jen and Heather, best friends, supposedly. And Jen, once again, these are capitalized. Brings up the party and rails, capitalized, on Heather for ruining it. I mean, dot, 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 really gets hot about it. And Lisa, capitalized, proves herself to be a number one dot, dot, dot in this episode. I don't want to say Wait, the what B does that word. Mean? A number one B. Oh. In this episode. She and whoever that M woman is are just horrible to whitney i think she meant meredith meredith get rid of those two i know you can help (laughs) and i think she's right right because i think our (laughs) listeners we have so many listeners no we can't obviously help um but (laughs) going back so that was the recap from mom okay well let's just finish up with heather I, i and your mom is wrong heather was not rude she was extremely polite and and generous to sit at that fucking table with uh mr big what was his name big daddy big daddy who was only interested in talking about his job he does a great job by the way i think he actually does a lot for the community and he seems like he's a nice person but you cannot talk they ran a timer i believe it started at 7 25 and went to 8 45 of him literally talking about himself and his job the entire time 
the one thing I do agree with my mom, I don't think you have to make a big deal about people not drinking. That we live in a drinking culture. And so I do think there is something to be said for like, you know, whatever people drink, let them drink. Well, no, but I think that I don't disagree with that. But I think that what had happened was that Jen had uh, said, hey, we're all, we're going to go out and have like party time. Mm-hmm. I think Jen made it seem like that they were going to go out and drink and have some fun. And which is bizarre, too, because I don't think um, Sharif drinks. He's he's Muslim and I don't think he drinks. But I think she was given the wrong impression by Jen. Right. Right. So I th- after that scene, didn't they hop over to Whitney and her dad and... Let's just because we were going to talk about scenes, we're just going to talk about people. Sure, but I don't Whitney, like let's just go scenes. with Whitney's with the because they introduced this Whitney having the family reunion, the reunion, and her father wore thank the good Lord wore a knit cap on on that hair. I think it was to hold it to his head. I don't uh, know. I think that's it, not a wig though. It's we not a wig. It's I don't not. think it's a wig, but I was really glad I didn't have to see it in person again. And God, that was a snooze fest. Yeah, that was actually, a- I felt really bad for her sister Shayla. Um, she clearly didn't want to be there, and no, did nor did Will. Once again, let's talk about a narcissist, Mister Whitney's dad. I forget his name. What's yeah, his name? I don't know. Who only talks about himself? I know it, it absolutely. And right? it, and he he's like, I'd go through rehab again to be here. And well, didn't he actually say that being a drug addict was bringing his family close together or something insane I, like that? Well, the way he was communicating it in the episode was quite confusing, yeah. and it was making it sound like I'd do it all over again just to be here. And I was like, um, all over again, but. Yeah, so that was a boring scene, though. I have well, to be honest. Well, and the brother—I forget his name—and Will. And she, uh, Will seems he seems nice. really nice yeah. and normal. And Shayla and Will clearly don't give a shit. Well, they are very like tentative I don't be about the dad, I don't and think they, they don't want to be, be there. there, and they don't trust him. And guess what? You shouldn't actually. You shouldn't, because my guess is that guy has disappointed you so many millions of times that you know what? Once he shows from his behavior that he is, you know, not going to relapse and he's not going to be an ass, then sure. But just somebody telling you that after their most recent rehab, I, you know, I don't know. You cannot trust somebody like that. Well, it's really hard, I think, right, for substance use disorders and, and a lot of the manipulation and lying and covering up. And, I, I, you know, it's so complex. I do think I do think you have to be what ca- very cautiously optimistic and yet you have to protect yourself. And it's yeah, just you so it feels like yourself, a no-win yeah. situation sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. I do think that Whitney for um has been lucky that it seems to me her husband has been extremely oh, yeah. supportive. Justin. And when you've got um Mr. Betty White, I like to call him that because he looks little like dimples. Yeah, he looks like a male version of Betty White, which is I, I was kind of anti Justin Dimples and now I'm pro when I started thinking about Betty White, who I love. I don't understand this Betty White connection at all, but I'm gonna so, let you roll with it. Okay. So by the way, it was Betty White's 99th birthday a couple days ago. That's awesome. It was my mother's 85th birthday yesterday. I know, and that was so fun to yeah. watch the inauguration with her for her birthday and yeah. see those fireworks. It was as if they were for her. Yeah. 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 That was really fun. I like that. It was fun. And um back to Justin. It's his dimples just remind me so much of Betty White's dimples. That's why. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. They're very they're similar cute. looking. Yeah. yeah they're both no, cute. not a lot of people have two perfect dimples on each uh, side. Have you seen this face? No, you don't have any dimples. None? No. No. Oh, I thought I had one over here, like a crease. Yeah, but that's not a dimple. It's a trout face. <laughs> you want to know what? My I have a trout sister, face, don't I? I used to. Every 50 year old woman without filler has a trout face, as yeah. do I. Um, my sister 
and her oh this is a true they story have that right there uh yeah cleft in their yep. chin which cleft is chin. very uh rare genetically speaking it's a recessive hmm, gene and really? it's extremely rare i didn't know that it is and um a couple of her kids have it too i believe uh her, her, her youngest daughter actually I believe her both her daughters have the cleft oh interesting i didn't and remember that. interestingly enough people um my sister and i were both people. adopted People. My sister and I were both adopted, and lo- very long story short, we she she was unclear about who her biological father was, and we finally narrowed it down to who we thought it was. and And what sealed the deal for us was cleft. the guy that he had a cleft in his chin. Yeah, yeah, of the two. Wow. Yeah. Well, not of the two. Just we we were like, I, we think this is the guy. And then when we saw the picture and saw the cleft in his chin, we're like, that's got to be the guy. Oh gosh, interesting. She's fascinating. Oh, by the way, I'm going to ask her if she's done her ancestry.com. This is a good story, you guys. I don't. I think my sister would be okay with saying this, but she has a bunch of half siblings, a whole bunch of them, and they're pretty good Mormons. Um, they what does that mean? Pretty good. Well, so long story short, my sister um, was in contact with a biological aunt of hers, and the aunt basically said, "Yeah, your siblings, your half siblings." are very active Mormons. They don't know about my sister, by the way. And um, so my sister's like, okay, I don't want anything to do with that because she knew that they would try to convert her if she, you know, let let it be known that she was their half sibling. So she's like, I don't want, I've been here already so long. I don't want to have to deal with that. So, but the one thing that we are doing is I gave her ancestry.com DNA for Christmas Mm -hmm. And they're going to find the, out. They won't find out who she is because it's all anonymous, but they are going to find out that she exists. Ooh, that's a hard <laughs> one. Oh, God. If I found out, like, if I did Ancestry and all of a sudden I was, they're like, you have a sister somewhere, I'd freak that, you know what, out. Well, that would be really hard. Well, you know, uh, uh, Ancestry.com. So I, I was on Ancestry. And I get this message from Anonymous, and she had popped up as my first cousin. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm your, you know, the DNA says that I'm your first cousin. I'm trying to identify my biological father. And we narrowed it down, and we were able to determine who her biological father was. She indeed was my first cousin, and we were both adopted. Um and he didn't know about her. He didn't know about her. wasn't you know he, wasn't the, like the, he, you didn't you expose the whole thing? I did. He he had been dating. Uh, he had been dating her biological mother, and he did not know she even existed. The biological mother had given her up for adoption after they broke up. Um, after they broke up, yeah. yeah. And so we got two adopted kids, um, cousins in the same family, and that was weird. So yeah, this shit happens all the time. You go, oh, oh. and then a friend of mine, her uh, her friend, her best friend. I think I told you about this. She did her Ancestry.com and found out that her dad wasn't her biological dad. Oh, that's just... This stuff is painful. <laughs> I think it's That goes painful. down. You got to be careful. I think it's more painful than it is the other way. Yeah, you got you to gotta be careful. Be really careful. Yeah. But... Okay, back to Salt Lake. Gross Lick. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So we talked about... Oh, Whitney. Whitney. Her dad's- so Whitney, I think, just got pooed on this whole episode. Yeah. So she... Okay, she drank too much at Sharif's birthday party. She did so a little gossip with everybody. Uh, yeah, as a Honestly, reminder, it liter- just didn't even seem like that big of a deal of gossip. To be frank, it was it the gossip literally was um, Meredith and Lisa told Mary. Oh, and then we have to go to Mary because yeah, I, I can we just skip to Mary for one moment? Yeah, because it'll take one second. Of course, she needs she's getting fired or she needs to be fired. She was on the show once again 
for probably 30 seconds. That's not exaggeration. There's something going on. Yeah. There's something going on. People mark my words. There is going to be a bomb dropped. I hope you're right. I don't think so, though. Yes, something Colty's coming out, man. I'm telling you. You can't be on the show. First of all, this is season one. This is season one, and we've had, what, 10 or 11 episodes? And she's had, honestly, a total of maybe 20 minutes on the show? Well... I do think she's going to get fired because what is, she brings no value. She wouldn't. She refused to go on a trip. You can't refuse to go on a trip if you're invited. I mean, you can't if you're a housewife and you get invited to go on a trip. You have to. I go. mean, I think you could, could you could refuse once you've been through nine several seasons. seasons. Yeah, but you can't on the first. And this it, is not good. And then I, also, I said to you before, she's definitely bonkers. Like the comment that she made that she would rather be on a quote i'm quoting this and we had to replay it because i thought i was wrong she would she would rather instead of go to las vegas she would rather be on a plane plane full full of mice that's what she'd rather do a plane and she doesn't even like rodents what is going on i I mean who's what does that mean who says that but what does it mean and like who does say that you got to be there's something wrong well something's big there's something wrong. big. No, I just think she's crazy, and I think that she doesn't. There's no well, good film, and there's nothing that to, to talk about. And she refuses to go on trips. And by the way, yeah, nobody's actually truly friends with her. Nobody even talks about her. Actually, it's like I, she so, doesn't exist. I, okay, so I agree. I think I think Mary. There's something going on where they're not filming her much, and that's okay with everybody apparently. So I don't think she'll be on. I hope she gets fired. I, I've said that from day one. You you have said that. I I didn't agree with you, but I'm starting to agree with you. And I'm gonna say. I have to, we have to jump to Meredith and Lisa Barlow. We're going to have to go back to Whitney, but we'll let, yeah, let's go to them. Well, this is in regards to Whitney, right? Yeah. So Whit- that they, after Whitney makes her apology, they head off to Las Vegas and, and Lisa doesn't even show up at the airport. Doesn't even let Whitney know that she's there. She texted her, maybe I'll, I'll get back to you. And they never got back. To yeah. Her. You know, Lisa Barlow, if you're listening, which is pretty much of a long shot, but if you're listening, I don't, I think you're a mean girl. I think you're a mean girl. I think Meredith is not as mean, but is darn near mean. And I think you guys are a bunch of mean girls together. Now, I don't think Meredith is mean. I, I, think, I agree with you. I think Meredith is just going along with the Lisa Bar- Barlow flow. I think Lisa Barlow thinks very highly of herself. She thinks she's better than everybody else. She sure does. Um, and guess what, Lisa? You're not. You're not, Lisa. And yeah, you're and not. And by the way, what was with the whole... I'm amazing race car driver. I can't even talk like her. That, I'm actually racing, that was race, a really race good car, car driver, and then oh you're you know cruising around on a race track car. made for racing at 70 miles per hour after you just made you know Ferrari and I drive a Porsche. She was so awkward when she pulled up and just started spouting about what she drives. And did you see the guy's face? The guy was looking at her like, "Who the f are you? And who cares what you drive?" You know. Well, here's the weird thing about it. Like you said, she they they seem to suggest she'd only driven 70 miles an hour. I hope that's not the case because I literally set my cruise control on I-80 to 82 and don't and think I'm going too slow. Yeah. So it seems weird to me that Lisa Barlow, know, maybe they did maybe edit. that's a bullshit yeah. editing thing. But certainly when they showed them driving, she was driving significantly slower than Meredith and Whitney. Okay. And the other thing that I would have to say is it relates to Meredith and... Lisa Barlow. I do think together they're mean girls. I think 
Meredith gets pulled into it somehow because she generally doesn't like to engage. She, I, not, she will not engage. I, she actually said the word again today. Engage. Engage. I'm not going. We're not engaging. What did she yeah, say? She, she's, uh, yeah, something, something about not like engaging. But nonetheless, um, and I will say this. I, I have made a promise on the show not to put women down with their looks or their outfit types or whatever. But I was surprised. Are thick eyebrows back in? Yes. Okay. So they did. They haven't gone out. I guess that's the question. I knew that they were in, but they well, haven't gone. They out. were in when she was filming that. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. But they were still awkward. They were and very off-putting. thick, and then they were I, off-putting. And then Lisa's were thick too. So I thought, okay, maybe the the whole trend is still thick eyebrows. Oh, can we talk about her dumb, dumb son? Brooks. Brooksy Brooks. 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 So, honestly, why do they continue to show him? He is awful. I think he's pretty nasty. In terms of when <laughs> she said that they were going to um, Vegas and then he just, just said, oh, it's just full of a bunch of prostitutes and blankety blank. I was like, dude, it's sex workers. But then, <laughs> even then, okay, come on. that's just really, come that's on. the first thing that comes up in your mind. So, just briefly on him, like showing him shopping for his weird food. That was when he thought the dog treats. Well, were it's already he's already has an eating disorder, which is sad. But well, he sure doesn't look like he has an eating disorder. Sure, it does. He's a thin, thin guy. He's twenty one years old. He doesn't look overly thin to me. Oh, to me he does, and he he's you know has some weird eating habits. Well, where he's so here, can I just say something about him? Free, gluten free. Didn't he say he wanted to have um, mint water. a cleanse and then mint, mint water? water and- okay, but here's the thing that I think is interesting about him. So in episode one, I think everybody who watched episode one liked Brooks because he was funny. Oh, yeah, he was funny. Yeah, and we all assumed he was gay. Um, rightfully or wrongly, we assumed he was gay. And subsequently, he's been in a lot of episodes. Um, As Meredith's significant a, other. Significant uh, emotional abuser. And, but that being said, he's not said one thing about his whether he's gay or not. And honestly, that makes me wonder if maybe he doesn't identify as gay because he hasn't said anything about it. It's just bizarre to me. Instead, he he just comes across as a big old jerk. Yeah, you know, he's not even being funny. You know how gay guys are snarky funny? But they do it in a way that's not mean. And you want to know why gay guys? Are you kidding me? I think. I think there's well, listen. I think there's a whole type out there, but I think gay guys can be really snarky, mean. Okay, yes. Okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think that the gay guys that I know that are really talented in being in the snark, which is their talented snarkies, super super talent. They usually they'll be snarky, but they usually always have something that's like funny or you know, like Brooks was in the first episode. And we've seen none of that after that first episode. It's him just being a total asshole, honestly. He's just awful. He's awful. Well, what upset you so much about this episode? Oh, because I just, I'm sick of it. Like, I'm just sick of watching him. I'm going to go in and get my groceries. Nothing. He's just, why is he well, there? He it's like, why, why? He doesn't right? have value. And by the way, he had more screen time than fucking Mary. He really did. He had more screen time than Mary M. Cosby. I and like so, that he wanted to eat the dog treats. He didn't know they were dog treats. They so were chick- salmon chicken, and salmon. chicken and jerky. Like, Yummers. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't, the thought of, and I know that you see this, salmon jerky sounds so gross to me. Have you ever had it? No, but salmon chicken sounds disgusting. No, it was salmon jerky and chicken jerky. 
Oh, they were not together. No, they combined. weren't together. Oh, yeah. I thought they were combined. Maybe they were combined. I don't know. Because it was for a dog. Yeah. It could be combined. But I always see those salmon jerky, you know, things like at Costco when I'm looking at the, because I like beef jerky. And I'm like, who would eat that? That's disgusting. You know, <laughs> back to, I was just thinking about Whitney. And I was thinking, what? first of all, she has to change her confessional look. Something is off. What do you mean change it? It's done. Well, I know, but she has that red dress. And what what I don't understand is the platinum hair looks like it has some smoky color in it. So I think it's a wig. And well, it is, I'm sure. And then her makeup has some smokiness in it. And, and her just, eyebrows are arched from Botox to way too much. It's awful. And what I do, I guess what I don't understand is why does she why does she just look like Whitney? Because Whitney looks great. Like well, Whitney, Whitney in the looks, show looks a yeah. million times better than Whitney, like Whitney in her confessional. So it makes me feel like she put on a costume. I guess that's what I'm saying. God, you guys. Do you think they asked? Like, I think that these people had to dress themselves during COVID for their confessionals, and it makes Whoa. me sad for them. Whoa. Well, you know, even in New York, housewives had to dress themselves yeah, for their confessionals, and and they did a pretty good it's job. New remember, York. remember when we watched uh, Luann do her confessional, and, and then they had the picture and they had of her, the picture of her in the background. Laying, she had her old picture of herself laying down as a model like thirty years ago like on in the, the background. It was, it was like that, like it was a big Bo Derek moment. Oh my god, that was, that was so, so funny. funny. And then there's new news that Luann was at a party this weekend um, in Florida without a mask. And so I'm torn about that too, that issue too, because apparently it's not the law in Florida. You don't have to wear a mask. And I get that there's a COVID scare on the Roni set. And so she's setting a bad example by going to Florida and partying without a mask. I mean, you're a dumbass, honestly, if you're going to do that. But on the other hand, she's not violating the law. Like on some level, you know, you know, I don't think that we should act like she's a criminal. Like when she was DUI or whatever. Yeah. Did have a, yeah. Uh, if these dumbasses all want to go, I mean, honestly, if you all want to go to a party and get COVID, you're an asshole because you're probably going to give COVID to a bunch of other people. So oh, you're, you're just, putting in then all the frontline yeah. workers are taking care. Yeah. Of so you you're at, you're an that. asshole. You're just yeah, you're, you're just, an asshole. Are you a criminal? No, you're not a criminal, but you're an asshole. If if you're oh by the way, I read a whole article. I'm not going to go into that. Never mind. It's just about who cares. It's that's not a good subject to talk about. Okay, let's so get off let's that. go back to um, let's go back to Lisa Barlow. So I think. You said Mary M. Cosby might get fired. I do not see the value that Lisa Barlow brings to the show. There is a value. What it is is that you and I talk about her because she's so fucking annoying. And so that's the value. I'm trying to understand if I agree with that. I actually don't think I agree with it. Normally I would, but I I'm actually she doesn't bring value. I'm I'm I guess I'm talking about it ad nauseum because I'm I'm still in agreement with myself. There's nothing there. Why is she on the show? There is nothing. That's a really good point. I mean, all all that Lisa Barlow is, she's not interested in her own children. She said that. <laughs> slight exactly. And her husband for that. And her matter. husband. All she does is d- do her businesses. And so you're right. What is she adding from an emotional depth pers- uh, perspective? And that would be nothing. Or entertainment perspective. Well, I mean, she's she's the like the foe to people i mean and, i guess although you know we're, we're, and i know we're waiting for jen shaw last and i yeah. the ultimate foe to can everyone. i can i just ask another question about fashion the look that meredith and lisa were sporting with their big sunglasses and they look very 70s is that in I, i'm asking it honestly not it wasn't. I mean, it may. I don't know if it's in now because I have. Who knows what's in? I've never seen. It's January twenty twenty one. God only knows what's in. I know. Although I, I found out yesterday that some horrible 
1950s haircut for men is in, and even my 85 year old oh, mother. Haircut? Uh, Bruce Springsteen's Tom Hanks, oh, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah, it's um, all with the shaving on the side. On the side, the and they're super short yeah. on top. I mean, super longer, kind of longer on the top, but shaved mm-hmm, on the sides, mm-hmm. and sh- but short. Yeah, super short haircut. And my 85 year old mother wa- knew about this because her soap stars on Young and the Restless. Yeah, she told us. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm just she, really out like of it. it." Well, you guys, if you had if you were watching. Young and the Restless, you would know that's in style. Yeah, We're like, all right, in style. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, those big sunglasses. Actually, Lisa, my paralegal, has big okay. had big Gucci I'm, sunglasses well, like that. Lesbians but, were, but, are never known for super fashion. Super savvy, known for any kind of freaking fashion. Yeah, that's except true. for I guess Bronwyn on OC, and God know, only knows if she's truly a lesbian. Uh, I don't well, know I don't. I well, I, I mean, whatever on the whether you identify or not, but. Her st- that style that oh god she how old is she she looks older than oh us. I think we I don't know she looks she's, her girlfriend's twenty nine I know I think she's like forty five or forty six she's I think uh, she looks as she looks as old as I do well she's had seven kids that's why she looks as old as us her body looks fantastic yeah no I don't think uh, no she just looks worn out and just you're right because t- she's had seven kids well right? I don't know if it's the seven kids or is it's just the tan you know the, when you the have tan. that skin that skin that seems way too much sun. We digress. Well, so is and a- then I just want to mention on Meredith's outfit, because let's just talk about that. The woman wears bell bottoms for constantly. Everything, everything. So I want to know, I honestly do want to know how tall is she? Because sometimes I think that people wear that for a certain reason. I like, if bell bottoms are in, I should start wearing them because I actually think they make me look taller when I wear bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how tall Meredith is. I know. I'll look it up. Yeah. But- um, yeah, I, I just don't understand. I know that those bell bottoms were not in. I do know that. I'm not that out of it. Hmm. I didn't see anybody else wearing bell bottoms last year. Did you? Not in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, San Francisco's not actually I know, a fashion exactly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> not in San Francisco. Not in Salt Lake either, though, for that matter. I was, you know, that nobody was wearing those in Salt Lake. So what do you think about Jen? I mean, she's over the top. She's horrible. she's horrible, you guys. Well, she's going to stay on the show. There's no yeah, doubt about it because she she brings something to the to the table, whether it's your cup of tea or not. It doesn't really matter. She brings drama. So they, I, I listened to a podcast. Actually, it was the it was uh, Watch What Happens Live um, after show with um, Heather Gay and Andy, and then we saw briefly Heather on Watch What Happens Live right after this episode. And the question was from a viewer, is that does, is Jen doing this for the cameras or is this really her? And Heather was like, this is really actually her. And so wow. that is disturbing to me because wow. I would get it if it was for the cameras. Good job, Jen, because you're securing your spot on Roslick and, um, you know, good job. But no, apparently that's actually how she is. And if that's actually how she is, why would you ever, ever want to have anything to do with her? The way that she turned on Heather at the uh, shoe store? I don't, yeah, the shoe store. Well, I yeah. Was it a shoe store? I don't know, a, but it was incredible. The way she turned on her, like, it turned on a dime. It was, you know, oh, you're my best friend. I wanted to get you an outfit, blah, blah, blah. And then the next moment, she's literally pulling a Trump. Like, you are you better be loyal. And if you're not loyal to me, you know, it Trump. was bizarre. Yeah. She, it was disturbing. Yeah, it is disturbing. And you saw Heather's face in horror. Like, under, not even understanding, like, uh, am I getting punked right now? Well, like, I, I don't even understand. And then back to why Heather's the greatest housewife on the show. Um, she stood up for herself and Whitney, even in that moment. And trust me, I don't know that I, I think I would have been, you know, uh, who's afraid of uh, Jen Shaw? Everybody probably should be. But Heather actually was like, yeah, I thought things were fine with you guys. Like, she was not backing down. And I give her a whole lot of credit. Yep. 
I, I, I really love Heather. I honestly, do. I, love I do her. too. I do too. She's a really good person. I think she's seen, she, well, she's pragmatic, genuine, uh, genuine and funny. Yeah. And if you hear her interviewed, um, uh, she just seems pretty down to earth. I, I actually, yeah. you know, I, I don't think she should have as much Botox as she does, but other than that, I, I think, think it's more filler, filler, whatever. It's just manicured. And I think she's, Heather Gay, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the show. I know that you probably only do like the coolest podcast, but we would love to be able to interview you and promote you. So if you would like to, you know, talk to us at SASCast with Sarah Amber, no com. send us Why a contact form. There, uh, I couldn't get it for some reason. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, she flips out on Heather. And then of course, you know, going back, we didn't finish off with Whitney really. I mean, you know, Whitney, I I think was doing her, she was doing something for the show. So you have to appreciate her when she went up to Jen and said, Mm -hmm. uh, Heather and no, sorry, Lisa and Meredith told Mary that they're afraid of you. Well, yeah, Whitney needed to do that. It was important for the show. And then, so now she's having to, you know, eat shit because of it. Okay. So she's willing to do that. Um, And I still love Whitney. I really do. Whitney Whitney does look like a, um, a scared she always has that scared kind of surprised look yeah, on her face she does she yeah. look she look i honestly she like was put in the middle of the jungle and she's trying to be like stir it up and you know gossip and she's trying to survive in it and it's a little i don't think it's actually she's comfortable with it and so she always looks surprised and scared if you ask me well you know it just made me, while you were saying that, it made me think of something. So maybe the real reason Mary is not on any, she's not on anything, she's not, not ever shown, is because I think she might legitimately be scared, not physically scared, but mentally and emotionally scared of Jen Shaw, and therefore doesn't want to have any kind of screen time with her because she really is, I think it might fundamentally be um, almost abusive to her. I get the feeling she's traumatized, maybe have has some kind of PTSD from her childhood and related to her having to marry her step-grandfather. So maybe that, her PTSD is not allowing her to have any kind of um, interaction volatile. with Jen Shaw. Because it's so volatile. Yeah, yeah. and ultimately she's going to get her fired, truthfully. But I could see that. I mean, honestly, if I'd have been at that shoe store, like I said, I give Heather Gay a lot of credit because I don't know that I would have pushed back on uh, Jen Shaw the way oh, Heather did. Oh, I sure the hell would. I'd I don't know. Like, I might have been like, I got to go. Like, yeah, well, I, that's I, true. I'm not engaged. Yeah. I might not have engaged. Yeah, and there's not one of those women that I wouldn't stand up to and say wtf people like wtf well yeah especially if you're on camera like really although we have seen housewives where people get beat down right on camera well no even if i was in the in if i was in the public sphere and i ran into one of them i would be like what is going on lisa barlow why are you a mean girl well who cares about lisa barlow though do we i don't she's not doing anybody any harm it bothers me to see somebody so mean purposely mean it bothers me I also think that Meredith might be securing her spot on the Real Housewives by just being the you know what I mean like when you just go under the radar yeah you just there is fly a under the radar for the she's like letting letting things fall letting yeah. letting the pieces fall where they may and trying to stay like head head above water slightly but just under yeah. the radar I yeah. think you're right about that so if this is true then Whitney 
Heather, Meredith, and Jen Shaw will come back. Oh, Barlow's coming back. Oh, I don't. Of course she is. You think? Yes, of course she is. I don't think Marlo I think, is. I she think, doesn't offer anything. Listen, I don't know if Mary, Mary might come back for some I don't know. reasons. That, I don't but think. how are they going to have her come back? There's nothing interesting. Literally, they showed her for 30 seconds talking to her husband. Though there were two things that they showed. Her 30 seconds talking to her husband about how he wanted to sell the Florida house. That was actually 10 seconds. And then they showed her for 20 seconds talking about how she wasn't going to go to Vegas and she would rather be on a plane full of mice. <laughs> Which no, we, right. we had to rewind, like I yeah, told right you. One. And so I don't know. I, I don't see how they can bring her back. She's been. I bet you money. Her screen time in the last three or four episodes amounts to no more than ten minutes. Ten I, minutes. They did do a preview for next week. Oh, and, and by the way, Mary was not in that preview. Yeah, I was about to say it was. It was Jen Shaw and Meredith and Lisa, and I don't. And I think Whitney was there because I saw her. Whitney, I, yeah, she's she had set a very, up in the intervention. Remember? Yeah, she had a very scared face oh that was hysterical oh yeah. yeah that's coming up with the intervention that they had and, and everybody yeah and the question was who here trusts jen and who doesn't trust jen and every single one of them raised their hand him. that's coming oh and up. then there was an, an, uh, when uh, uh meredith uh said uh, once again said she wasn't going to engage um because jen Shaw was acting crazy oh, yeah so we got a lot coming down the pipe for that one. Oh, that episode looks like the upcoming oh, no. episode looks good looks so so good i know I can't yeah. wait. I, I to be perfectly honest, I was fully entertained in this episode. Yeah, I was yeah. because it was it was kind of appalling in its own way, and so I'm always always interested in that part. Well, and going back to the Jen Shaw shoe store part, remember when she was like, "If you're going to uh, defend Whitney, you better do." I don't know what she said. She said something like, "If you're going to defend threatening people, yeah, if you're going to defend Whitney, you better come, bring it or something like that." And I'm like, "What are you fucking talking about?" Yeah, I mean. Heather's def- quote defending Whitney because you in the bathtub last episode embraced and forgave Whitney and Heather's like uh yeah didn't you guys fucking settle that up and now Jen Shaw's like no I'm still mad at Whitney because she ruined the oh actually no here's where oh my god that just brought, brought my attention to this the the spot where I was like you know what Heather Gay you got some big old balls and I I should say big old vagina, vagina. is when um she Jen Shaw said something to the effect that Whitney had ruined the party. And Heather said, did Whitney make you throw the glass? Oh, yeah, that was good. I would never have done that. Yeah. And so that's where I give her credit. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, ooh, she, she took her... Heather's bringing it. Yeah, Heather's took her life into it. her own hands. She sure did. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're team Heather. Team, everybody is. Yeah, I think every- the whole... Uh, anybody who watches the show loves Heather the best. Yeah. I haven't heard any different from yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to stay tuned for next week. It's been it's you know, they're bringing the game a little bit, so that's kind of nice and um I think we'll make sure that we again try to do our podcast in a very timely way. And we didn't mention this. It, news just came out, I believe today or yesterday that they have renewed it for yep. season 2 season as we two. said. We have another season coming up. So we'll find out who's gotten who's been fired and who hasn't. I don't know. Maybe nobody's been fired. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I don't. I totally want to know. know. I totally want to. I know. don't think anybody's been. Um, listen, listeners. Listen, listeners. We don't have a sponsor yet. We're looking for them. We off. We wanted have a chip. We we thought about. Um, is there any like dog food products that? Because we have you know our dog is usually somewhere in the background. Um, we so, we, we need a sponsor. So, snowmobile. Snow. Oh, Polaris. Yeah. Polar. Oh, we want a Polaris. We want a yeah. Polaris. What else do we want? Oh. Cucina Toscana. 
they could hey, sponsor I'll eat, us. I'll eat there. Let's That's sponsor sure. us with some free food. Vultures. Vultures. Where else? I mean, come HSL, on. HSL Salt Lake City, which is actually one of our favorite restaurants. Well, here. HSL, but it was HSL Park City. It was City. Park City, but I'm telling you what, the HSL Salt Lake version. Yeah, we'll take a burger. Just as good. I have the best didn't burgers I have in Salt Lake. Fried chicken last night. Fried chicken and burger. Yeah, I had a fried chicken and last night. And this is there. not, this is high end fried chicken and high end burgers. Um, very, quote, very I delicious. Quote, <laughs> Market Street Grill, where I picked up a cake and some clam chowder for my mom for her birthday. And let me tell you what that bargain. I picked up a nice little cake. 10 bucks for that cake. It was delicious. <laughs> and the chowder with a big old loaf of sourdough bread, How much also was- 10 or 11 bucks. Yeah. I mean, you cannot beat that, you guys. Yeah. Market Street Grill, so quality call, food at call quality us. Price- prices. God, we're giving all this free, free advertisement right across the world. We have listeners across the world. So again, yeah, we do, I, want, actually. I know, I and I want to thank everybody. I want to thank our listeners, our, our Germany friends, our France friends, Switzerland and uh canada those are the ones that stay with us every time now you know you throw in some other countries here and there but they're they're consistent listeners and when our episodes drop they're on it Yeah. yeah so anyway thank you very much we appreciate everybody listening we will see you next week see you next week and have a great evening 